You have now arrived at Stadium and Gale. Boys and girls, ladies and gents, welcome to another episode of Stadium and Gale. It's Uncle Silk. This your boy, 35, the All-American. And it's just me and 35 today, Um, the All-American yeah, Dan. We're, we're rocking out today. The All-American Dan had to sit this one out. He's on vacation, Um, apparently doing getting some things done on this beautiful Columbus Day. But in all kinds of weather, man, I am here to podcast, man. I'm coming off a 41-38 loss to Texas A&M. What's your vibes like, Ahmad? How was your weekend? Oh, man. It was a terrible weekend. So we started out with the Bucks losing, losing on Thursday night. And I was like, man, all right, cool. Well, we still got a lot of football to go this weekend. Then we go to boom. Lakeland lose Friday night. So I'm like, all right, something ain't right. Boom. Gators lose Saturday. And I'm like, damn, let's just throw the whole weekend away. You know, I did get to spend some family time, so I enjoyed that. But, man. All my sports teams lost this weekend, so you know, hopefully we have a better weekend next weekend. What about you? Oh, man, outside of the uh, the Saturday, L, man, everything was was great, man. Even Saturday, everything wasn't bad. Um, I look at life a little different. I'm ready to podcast. I'm ready to talk about my likes and dislikes, man. A lot of a lot of things I want to discuss today, man. We about to podcast heavy, man. But overall, my weekend was great, man. Got to hang out at the um, at the Cushaw Studios and do some work with my guys up there the big three roll up and then got back home to the family yesterday to hang out and enjoy the uh, beautiful city of Palm Beach yesterday and did some brunch, unplug a little bit, unwind, get my mind off a little bit of football. But today's Monday, man, and I'm ready to uh, Monday morning quarterback this thing a little bit. So uh, we lost. We came in. Uh, we lost to the tune of 41-38, like I just said before. Um, not a, I mean, man, Kyle Trask had a productive day. He went 23 for 32. Uh, 312 yards, four TDs. Uh, Kadarius Tony went for 92 yards, career high, and two touchdowns. Both of those guys had good days on the offense. The offense overall looked good. Uh, the elephant in the room is the defense. Amar, what's up? Yeah, man, we look we look ferocious on defense. Um, I know you know Dan and the guys got in the media. Uh, got in front of the media um, early this weekend, early last week. I'm sorry, and uh, you know talked about how they were going to improve and whatnot. Man, we didn't. Didn't see any improvements. Actually, probably progressing and and got worse. Um, I don't see anything that we improved on from week one. Um, we aren't tackling. We aren't making plays on the ball when we need to. We aren't getting turnovers. Um, the turnovers that we got were, you know, probably they fumbled the ball. I think one time last game or some um, some shit like that. You know, Caroline Dexter got an interception at the beginning of the season. We got a D lineman leading us in interceptions. We're not getting no turnovers or anything. I don't know if that's us not playing aggressive. So I don't know if you you see something differently. I don't feel like we're blitzing enough either. I got a lot of I got a blitz. I've been going to therapy, so I want to break this down. Um, it's, it's, I think it's levels to all of this. Um, first, I want to start off with I think too many guys are playing out of position. I think we're changing too many players' positions. I think in the recruiting market, I think we're getting two guys that we want that could do everything, and then in return, they can't do anything really well they just great athletes that could that, that that has great measurables but 
I think Bernie's playing out of position. We got a defensive back guy mentality wise. I don't care what his size is. He has a defensive back mind. He's playing linebacker. Um, Diabate, I don't think is a middle linebacker. I think Diabate needs to go back to uh, to Buck, do some pass rushing, get in the defensive line. Um, and it's just, I mean, those two guys that you kind of moved out of position. Then you got guys like Zach Carter playing out of position just out of necessity. So then you got Zach Carter playing on the inside. Um, then you got Brent Cox playing a little strong side defensive end every now and then. So I just think guys are playing out of position and it's showing strength-wise we're getting bullied around, getting pushed around. Um, I'm not seeing any pass rush. And when no, we do blitz, we're not, we're not getting home when we do blitz. Like our blitz success rate isn't that great to me. I haven't looked up the stats of it, but every time I see us blitz, like I'm not seeing us getting home. We're blitzing off the edge, not down the middle. It's taking us forever to get there, to get home. Uh, just not a lot from the defensive side. What do you think about that? Do you think guys are playing out of position? No, one thing that I did notice, all right, from, and it comes from playing against like Tom Brady and Drew Brees and those guys. No, you got to understand if we're going to blitz, I've seen this a couple times. If we're we going to blitz, right? We got dudes coming off the edge, right? Yes, we don't want to just come out and show our blitz. But once we do, we got to stay there. So we'll come off the edge and get two, three yards off the line. He'll catch us blitzing. Guess what we want to do? Oh, uh, shoot. Well, let's just try to trick them and play like we're not blitzing. No. So now guess what we do? We back up four or five yards. Now when the ball snap, we five, six yards out of place. So guess who never get there? The blitz. And by the time by the time they do get there, the ball is gone. Guess what? They know we blitzing, which means it's going to be man outside. So we're getting beat because they they audibling and switching the man beater routes. They thought, what do you mean? Come on, bro. We, 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 we blitz, we blitz, our blitz posture is awful. I don't know if Coach Grantham is teaching them that. I don't know who teaching us how to even have blitz posture. We're not tricking nobody, bro. At the end of the day, we got to line up and go play. Stop trying to be all cute and shit, trying to get lined. We're not getting lined up, so, at all. When the ball yeah. snap, we're looking around and shit at each other. Why? Is our difficult? Our defense got, got, got that damn difficult that the guys that been there don't even know what the hell to do? Don't know. Yeah, I'm with you on that. They're not getting lined up. Um, and I'm not just just from a a whole defensive standpoint. I don't see any leadership. I don't see when these guys do we don't, make we a don't, play. We don't have a David Reese on our team. We don't have a a, a guy, an alpha dog that's going to say, "Hey, guys, let's go." We we think that's Ventrell. We want we want to make it Ventrell. Is it Ventrell? You you tell me. I I don't know. I love Ventrell to death, but shit, I don't know. I, you know, right. I'm with you. Um, that's from a leadership standpoint, like just playing ball and me just watching as as a, as a fan of this of the game. Like, forget the logo, forget just a fan of the game. When the defense make a mistake, seeing guys come together and try to or a leader bring those guys up together on the sideline, kind of yo, like, yo, you don't see, you don't see a D lineman going to the DBs and saying, Hey, bro, we got Gennard, man, Gennard used to get up, get in their face, and do all that, shit, bro. I, I, as a DB, I would love for my D line to come down and say, "Hey man, keep your head up. We got you on this on this next one." Or let me, let, hey man, hey y'all keep playing defense back there, man. We gonna get a sack, something, bro. We 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 give up a big ass play and we go to the sideline and everybody looking goofy. Yeah, that's it. Um, I mean, what, what, that's it. Yeah, yeah, I think I think um I think we we're lacking leadership on the back end. Somebody's gonna have to step up to lead those guys. Uh, whether it's getting them lined up because leadership coach shows in two ways. Uh, getting guys lined, getting the play in, getting guys lined up, the morale, uh, getting guys hyped, getting guys dialed in, and it goes off the field as well. And that's just on the field shit. So I'm questioning the leadership and, and um 
And if you question the leadership on the field, you got to start questioning the leadership off the field a little bit. So all this boils down to Todd Grantham, man. Um, the shit he's dialing up is not working. Uh, we've had third down and Grantham. That's been his mantra his whole career. Now it's like, bro, like third down, we we don't even look forward to it. It used to be a money down. Now when third down comes you up, say, it's holy bro, shit. How we get from money down to you? I don't know if y'all caught my tweet. I don't, third down don't even excite me, excite me no more. What they went 14 for 17 or something like that? That's bullshit, man. Man, what? No, bro, them boys is out there going on fourth down against us, bro. That that they basically saying, hey, we we know we're gonna get it. Let's let's just line up. And guess what? We're gonna run the ball because we know they can't tackle us. I said, right. bro, it's almost embarrassing, bro, with seeing them falling off tackles and shit. From Texas and them. Man, cut the shit out, man. Yeah, they went 12 and 15 on third down, which is abysmal from for our defense. And uh, like, like it just comes down to the point where you either making plays or you're not. Um, like once once players are on the field for a certain amount of time, for me, uh, they're leaders. They're on the defense. If they keep making mistakes and they're not coming off the field for making old mistakes, then I gotta talk to the guy in charge of putting those guys on the field. Um, Marco is not playing good football. You know what I'm saying? That's just this is nothing personal. This is never nothing. Like this is straight up football. Marco's not playing football. Thirteen Steiner is not playing good football. 30 Bernie is not playing good football. It's one thing to miss tackles. It's one thing to not play well. But from a defensive standpoint, when you're not aggressive, when you're just, you're just not putting a hat on anybody or making a play, we're, in, we're, we're three games in. The stat column is looking like like the projects. Man, you, you're making plays or you're not. We mentioned it earlier. These are the same guys that been on the defense last year. Did we play defense last year? Pretty straight. Did we play defense the year before that? Pretty straight. Because guess what? These are the same guys who've been on the team for two, three, four years. It take you yeah, two, three, four played. years to put your face on somebody, man. You go hit, bro. Y'all want to y'all want to talk about this and that and the third, man. That's scary football is what we doing. We playing passive football. We we shuffling sideways. We are not going downhill hitting nobody. If you play safety, you need to come up and hit somebody. And you need to keep them out of the end zone. And you need to be you need to be the one who get it get the ball on the ground to get us to the next play. Okay, but like personnel wise. Yeah, because like personnel wise, what do you think need to change personnel wise? Like I spoke about, I think I thought we just, I just think we're out of position. I think they need to either make a youth movement and play guys that are just really linebackers, guys that are really safeties, and really just get guys out there just flying around, dumb it down a little bit, and make plays. But what are you seeing? I think Dan Mullen said also in the presser that they were gonna look at some things this week and make some personnel changes. I just take pressures as as coach speak. I don't buy. It. I don't really. I don't not, I really tune into it. I kind of watch and see what's going to happen, but what do you think need to happen personnel-wise for us to, to, to fix this thing or try to fix it on the fly? Because I, I don't think there's a, a, a for sure fix. Man, number one, dog, we got to get out the people that we just we we, we just talked about because because clearly they don't they don't want to play football. The whole eleven on defense don't look like they want to play football, but it's a it's a select few that that really showing us they don't want to play football, bro. And you can get mad at me, you could you could you could do whatever you need to do. I'm just telling you how I look from, from outside looking in. You don't want to hit. You don't want to make plays. You aren't making plays on the ball. People telling me the safety should have been on top. I, damn a safety. The ball right there is, is man on man. Make a play. Damn a safety, bro. That's all At it the is. End of the day, At man, this make point, a play, dog. You're, you're football players. The ball's in the air. You're either making a play on it or you're not. Every time, not. Like that, every time a play, if you give it up a touchdown, looking for, I don't like that. I don't like that from a football player is looking for who else probably made a mistake for this touchdown to happen, bro. You right there. You either made a play it, or bro, you it don't even matter. All that shit go out the window. The ball, the play don't even start to the ball in the air. 
I, I, I guess some of y'all fans ain't never heard that before. No funny shit. And I got people telling me the safety should what what what, what the safety should have been on top for to knock the ball down when the extra help? Nah, bro. We need we need to make plays on the ball. We aren't making plays on the ball. We aren't tackling. We aren't wrapping up. We aren't keeping the ball contained. Nothing. We aren't getting pressure on the quarterback. We we literally sitting ducks, letting people run slants on us all day, slants and, and underneath routes all day long. And guess well, what? They, they, they're, running they're running any and, and we chase them behind. We chase them behind them and clapping our hands together. No, hey, we, they running any routes. It ain't just slants. It was just slants last year that they got off a little. A lot of receivers got off on us, and a, a lot, lot of them is this year too. But uh, it's every route this year. They could go deep. They could go shallow. I don't know why teams don't throw deeper on us more often because it's all. Oh, nah, I throw that bitch all day, um, all day, bro. So you got who you who you like? I want to be honest with you. I just want the best defensive backs on the field. Um, Brad Stewart showed his face a little bit. Um, didn't really make an impact on the game, in my opinion. Um, everybody been raving and hoping he gets back to make a difference, but I didn't see any impact on the game from him. He forced a fumble. At one point in the game, but just overall from the whole standpoint of the game, I didn't feel a difference in that secondary, man. I want to see younger guys. I want to see Jaden Hill play more. Yeah. Um, the, the Kamar yeah. Wilkinson, I want to see him play more. I don't care yeah. what they got going. How long they been on campus? Give me right. some dogs. Travis Johnson look like a dog out there. Straight Give me up. him. Give like, me I 16. Do, I don't care if he don't know the calls. When, when the ball guy snap, see It don't ball, matter because guess what? Ball, they stay looking, the, the dudes we got out there anyway don't know the snap the calls anyway. They still look around at each other. I wonder if Grantham changed his plays from last year to this year. I, I'm curious. Because this year, we act like we don't know the plays. You feel me? So, like, still, so, put them young guys in if that's what it's going to take. Right, yeah. If, if, if we get 400 yards, 500 yards did up on us every week, might well put the young guys in. I, they can't do no worse. Yeah, I just want to see youth movement, man. That's all I want to see. If these guys have been in the system for so long, they're not going to change. Um, they are who they are. They're not making plays. And if the, the guys ain't changing, that's all fine and dandy. You know, no, you, you stick with these guys and, and, the, and the coaches to a certain point want to be stubborn and want to lose their way. Um, they want to don't want to make changes to the scheme because, I mean, it all boils out of this. Okay, we didn't have an idea of what this defense was going to look like because camp was closed, right? So we had no idea what to expect. Uh, our perception was we're returning a lot of players, right, um, in key positions. We got five-star Brenton Cox that everybody that gave him number one. There's a lot of hype around him. Uh, Kyrie Elam was on the Thorpe Award list. Uh, we're hype. We got Brad Stewart coming back, Sean Davis, a lot of promise. Uh, Zach Carter, the same offseason, the hype, the buildup. And he's been playing good ball. He's just playing out of position. So for all we know on paper – Grantham is, is hyping this defense up, the paper, and we're all hyped about this defense, and then we get this. Um, so there hasn't been no, no work with the media. You know, like everything has been closed behind closed doors. So if you're closing it up, now you're open to all criticism. Now we get to see the product and we get to say this is what it was because our expectations, we didn't know. We, we had to set our own expectations because we had no insight of what the defense looked like all camp. So now we see it in the fall, and it's looking like a complete shit show. The pin's going to fly. And if you're going to play the same veteran guys that are still making mistakes, bro, it goes to the top. You know what I'm saying? Eventually, like, like Todd Grantham's getting paid a lot of money to call out defense, and it's looking abysmal. From from, from what I gather, I, I, hear, I hear, you know, uh, Todd Grantham love on number three. So, hey, we talked about play, playing your guys and the seniority, man, whatever. I don't want to just make this about him because it's, it's it's a collective group. You see what I'm saying? So I don't want to like I'm picking on Marco, but he was just the one that 
was right there on a lot of the big plays. If he just knocked down the ball one time, it looked different. Yeah, he's got to be That's what I'm saying. Everybody. As a defense hole. So I don't want this to be about him because it's not just about Marco, bro. You see what I'm saying? Because he he's still on our team, bro. I, no, I think said, he can I've be said, a good player. Though. I, I, haven't, I haven't said all names. I haven't said. I haven't yeah, said yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so I've know, talked so. about Donovan Steiner. I've talked about Brad Stewart. I've talked about the the entire defense. I think a lot of players are playing out of position. And at the end right. of the day, Marco's not putting himself out there. At the end of the day, this boils down to Todd Grantham and, and, and the defense he's putting on the field. Shout out to my offense. And anybody that's questioning my damn offense and questioning anything damn money a Kyle Trash got going on, you smoking rocks. There's no I'm conversation to be too. had. I don't, wanna, I don't want nobody to talk about my offense and shake the confidence that those guys got going on. Those guys playing good damn football. Those guys going out putting up historic numbers on our offense. Anybody questioning what Kyle Trash or Dan Mullen doing on the offense is goofy. Straight up. I'm not, I'm not even entertaining that conversation. Everything boils down to the defense. And Dan Mullen is in charge of that defense. Because at the end of the day, he the CEO. He the head man. So he got to hold – Todd Grantham accountable. He got to figure out something on defense. It ain't about losing my way. It's about trying to, like, you know what I'm saying, be a little bit open-minded about how they're approaching things because we're putting up a lot of points and we're blowing a, a heck of a offense. You know what I'm saying? Like, Kyle, Kyle deserves a good defense and a run at a national championship in the Heisman. Straight up. Yeah. Those guys are definitely uh, playing well in offense. There are a, a few people that – so I, I got I got a few questions, though. Man, we got to run the ball. I, I got a few. Yeah, we got to run the ball at the end of the game. I, that game I don't one, care man. how you look at it. We've been we was playing we playing good. We got to run the ball at the end of the game. Run the ball with the same people who we got who who we need to. Who's gonna get that yards, bro? And, and keep good, Ahmad. But oh, you also bro. don't have time. You, here's, I'm just give you um devil's advocate. You can say we got to run the ball. We also got to score fifty points. And if running ball ain't getting fifty points, then you got to go get fifty points. You know what I'm saying? So we can't. Like I'm with, I said it from the beginning. You're not going with SEC ball, SEC. I'm sorry, SEC football is still SEC football. You got to run the ball. You got to possess it, especially when you got a bad defense. You got to protect them a little bit by possessing the football. But you got to find a way to throw the ball too, because our strong suit is throwing the ball. That's just so what it is, I, and we got to go get 50 that, points to win football games. So I just look I at the total, that, bro. And, and, and one of the ways we can get 50 points is running the damn football. We average five. What, what Pierce average five five yards? Summer carry. I can tell you this though. Who I we think don't the volume, the game. When, the, when the volume of runs go up, the average is gonna go down because I think the running backs are being very creative with creating some space, but I don't think we're ready to just go um push people around. I think he kind of know his inner uh in the trenches with running the football as well. Uh, man, listen. At the end of the game, when we need to put the game away, we need to put the ball in, in our in our in our best players' hands. I'm just gonna we, keep it like that. Well, we did at the end of the game, and he, fumbled, he and I running back fumbled. So he was running the ball towards the end of the game to put it away, and he fumbled the ball. Who, who did? The same one who has a history of fumbling in big games, right? I don't want to hear that. That's what we've been lying about him, too. Then, so if, if we want to keep lying about, about 20, we can keep lying I mean, about players, I mean, yeah, I mean, the offense is not going to play perfect. There's no, no bro, like, you're I not going to score that, every but, drive. But we, got, we got running backs running the ball all damn long, pounding that shit, bro. Pounding that shit that they can't stop twenty seven to six. They pounding no, that. I, I, I don't think we can pound the ball all game. I don't think we have an offensive line. I wasn't saying that either, but, I, but what I'm saying guys. is, at the end of the game, we got to run the ball, bro. We we not we going one we too one we too much one dimensional at the end of the game. I get we are a throwing team. We cannot be like that at the end of the game. 
I understand that, bro, but we're not going to beat nobody. Nah, like that, see, see, I, 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 like, towards the end of the game, I was mad that we – I thought we needed to go get seven. I didn't think we needed to be running the ball and trying to possess because we weren't going to do that. I think we needed to do our best position just to go score points in that spot. So I wasn't looking to run the clock out there um, because I, I thought – I thought, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to leave this yeah. game in the hand of no kicker. I, just, I, I don't know. I, just, I, I, thought we had a lot of success. I thought we had a lot of success running the ball before, you know, we, we, you know, especially we the first two weeks. Game, we got we got to get a ball to 27, man. We're going to make him – we got to give it to him at the end of the game. Dog. We can't be putting – come on, bro. I don't want to – come on, dog. This man fumbled the ball every time, bro. It's your boy still. You, 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 you. You, you I ain't got no boy. Time, bro. I ain't got no boys. Boy. Boy, and, and before uh, the season, I, I told y'all, no, bro. I have no boys. I have none of that. I, I said last game, I expected Malik. I heard good things of Malik, Malik out of camp. I say what I hear. Uh, I don't have a preference at running back. Um, who gets the ball? I had Damian Pierce as my art running back one. I think Damian Pierce can't catch the ball at the backfield the same, so he loses reps. I think he don't pass protect as good as as, as Snake One right, so he loses reps. That's just my personal appearance just watching what they do so I can understand why sometimes he's not on the field because Malik catches the ball at the backfield better, uh, things of that nature. Malik can't fumble there, period. Well, I'm just saying from, like, our strong point, what our offense is, it's a pass-happy Big 12 offense. That's who we are, bro. And then right now, just like last year, we didn't have time to figure out the run game. Our defense is too trash for us to try to figure out a run game. We got to just go out and score everybody every week. We're not finna fix these problems we got right now, bro. Um, I agree. Um, with the um Spence just throwed in about the offensive coordinator, Brian Johnson said the offense should have put the game away and didn't do it. And I agree with that. I thought they shouldn't have been trying to run the ball. Go get me some points, lunch that bitch, throw it like we've been doing all game, put these motherfuckers away and, and put the pressure on their offense to go score again. Uh, I went with the um we, we ain't putting our foot on nobody neck either, bro. We we go up and we you just can't with no defense. Yeah. Like, you put on somebody net with no defense. Soon you score it's like motherfuckers coming right back down to get points. Right back and scoring, it's like man, damn. How bro. you gain momentum like, as an offense? Like ain't like the offense is like, oh, let's put our foot on that. Like you don't get an opportunity if the team coming right down to score again. Now it's just a boat race, and we got to our boat race somebody every week. Bottom line is, dog, we got to fix our defense. Uh, the reason why we lost Saturday was not because our offense. The reason that's like the thing that's predicting us or, or preventing us from making a championship run is our defense. Period. Man, that shit, that shit never happened, bro. At the University, I know what a shitty offense looked like. You ain't got to tell me what a shitty offense looked like. I seen Muschamp and I seen McElwain operate this thing, so I know what a bad offense looked like. And we're far from a bad offense. We have a very potent offense. Defense is the issue. And Dan Mullen's in charge of the defense, so it's not like it relieves him of any pressure. He's a head man in charge. He sold a lot of a lot of wolf tickets this offseason, a lot of hype. Um, and the offense is living up to the to the goods, but the defense is is piss poor. And Todd Graham will get paid a lot of money to 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 call that defense, and it's looking terrible. Um, I want to see Wingo Saturday as well. I don't want to see thirty at linebacker no more. There's no reason for him to be a linebacker. Three games in, not making a play. When he blitzes, it's like he's trying to find a guy to block him. Now, you blitz, you get skinny, try to get to the quarterback. You 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 you, you script, you scrapping, not running into a lineman's chest. Every time he blitz, he's not running free with no like making nothing happen, bro. We just gotta get playmakers on the football field. I don't care if they're eighteen, I don't care if they're seventeen, I don't care if they're twenty five. If they're on the field this long, 
Like the, the NFL ain't gonna want him for bad film. You're not helping him by putting him on the field. Shit, the film terrible. Yeah, you put bad film out there. Yeah, bad film ain't gonna help you just because you got film. That's what I be trying to tell people, dog. Like he been here for four years, or da, da, da. like dog. Like you, as you continue to put out bad film, and people want you less and less, dog. Like, but I'm with you with the run game though, because watching A and M just run down our throat, we up eleven, and they just run down our throat like that, like, and that's what I was saying the first couple games. I people was like, oh, you're just bickering. Uh, shout out to Nick Delatoy. He came in my mentions when I said the same thing about run game. Oh, Kyle Trask has this many passing yards. That don't matter. You got to possess the ball. You got to play gotta defense. Run the ball, you got to run the ball. Because you can have all the passing yards and throw two, three incompletes, and that shit a different game because now they got the ball back again. With, with that's why I don't – but the things like that is why I don't care about being right on Twitter because everybody in the middle of the game – Got a little sassy, got a little remark to say about oh, he got this amount of stats. Stats don't matter. Um, at the end of the no, day, the you gotta is, run the ball. The, the end of the, you gotta win and you gotta win the game. So you gotta win you the game. All the stats in the world. You, you gotta but win some, the game. Some stats will show themselves early. Like you see certain tendencies before you get to this loss. Like before we got to this loss, I said, Man, we gotta learn, we gotta run the ball. Because I'm watching how bad our defense is. Yo, we're going to have to run the ball. If we're not running the ball, we're going to have a problem keep putting this defense out trying to outscore people. Oh, Kyle Trask has a million yards passing. This guy is complaining. No, bro. I watch football. Not a fanboy. I watch football. I love the game. I know how to win this game. To win this game is basic principles to it. You got to play defense. You got to possess the ball. If you can't play defense, to keep the offense off the field. You can't just go out there and score quick, man. That's why Willie Taggart ain't got a job. <laughs> you can't just that. go fast. You just can't go fast. That's what Browse did, man. Um, you just can't. That's not what it's about. It's, it's all about strategics, chess, not checkers. Um, let's pause for a minute. I want to give my man Zach Abelverde to come on here and hang out with us, man, and, and, and some rivals. Um, let's get Zach on here to hang out a little bit. You have now arrived at Stadium and Gale. Our guest of the week is brought to you by Brown Insurance and Financial Services. Anything you need insured from the panhandle to the keys, holler at my man Greg. 954-589-2204. Big coverage, big policies. Uh, my man Greg covers home, auto, rent. You got the best customer service in the business. If you need um Life insurance, financial services, hit my man Greg up, 954-589-2204, big coverage. We hanging out with my man Zach Albaverde from Rivals.com. Zach, what it do? I'm doing well, fellas. How are y'all? We coping. We coping. We venting a little bit, talking a little yeah. game of football. Um, <laughs> this is 41-38 loss. What's your biggest take from the game, man? Defense, man. Defense, defense, defense. You know? Offense wins games, but defense wins championships. And you know, we all know that Florida came into this season with championship aspirations. James Houston said it after the game. You know, he said they wanted to go undefeated. They wanted to go to college football playoff. But at the end of the day, you can't do that unless you have a legit defense. And Florida at this point, man, they just don't have it. Uh, I think Gator fans probably felt a little bit better uh, maybe about how things played out as Saturday Went, went on because we saw that it's not just Florida, but defenses across the SEC and across college football are having this problem. So I don't think it's just specific to UF, but at the end of the day, 
these are a lot of the guys that they've recruited, they've developed, and you want to see some progress being made. And it's just not happening right now. But the good thing is that it sounds like there's some accountability being had specifically from Dan Mullen. Uh, you know, we heard him come out today and said he had a, a a meeting with the defensive staff on Sunday and he spent more time with them than he usually does. So it sounds like there's some change-ups potentially to the starting lineup. And, you know, we'll, we'll see if, if that helps uh, when they when they face LSU. All right, straight up, you expect some changes Saturday? And if so, like, because I'm on the press. Like, I don't, I don't really – I love Dan Mullen. I don't want to fire him. Uh, a lot of crazy tweets out there, a lot of crazy opinions. Um, Dan Mullen's my coach, bro. I know what a bad football team looked like. I know what a bad offense looked like. And I know when we're on the right path. So I'm, I'm, I'm with this shit. But I'm not, bro, un unless I see something on Saturday, I think they're going to try out the same guys and the same bad schemes and do the same thing until I I'm shown different. What you think? Well, he, he basically said today that he didn't feel like the scheme was the issue. So – he says that it, from his estimation that they don't have guys in the right positions, that they don't have players playing the right spots. Um, and probably more specifically, they don't have the right starters. So whether that means that they move some guys back to where they used to be, uh, be that Amari Bernie going to star or safety or Brad Stewart potentially going to safety, um, Zachary Carter moving and, and playing more some defensive end, although I think he's done admirably at uh, defensive tackle, even though that's you know, still not his natural position. Um, but th they got to make some changes. Um, and and I think one of the biggest ones to me is Mamoudi Abate, man. Uh, the guy has obviously all the athleticism in the world. I'm sure that if, you know he could probably play that linebacker spot. But every time they – because they still put him on the edge. Every time they put him on the edge, man, he is looks like he shot out of a cannon. Right. And he still does really well there. And I'd like to see him yeah. play – there more and, and, and probably James Houston um, as the linebacker more often with Ventrell. So, so I mean, those are the changes that I want to see. Um, you know, wh whether that's, like I said, uh, Stewart potentially going back at safety um, or, or if they try uh, Dean there. I mean, w they have to switch uh, some things up. And I think more than anything, obviously, you know, if you sit some guys in the secondary that are seniors, you know, it's not like it's the end of the world. It's not like they're never going to play again or be in the rotation. But sometimes you just need to sit these guys down just so they can watch the game from the sideline, maybe let the other guys that get an opportunity mess up. And now when they get a chance to go back in the game, you know, they got a chip on their shoulder, um, as opposed to just letting guys go out there series after series um, and not play well and there be no accountability. So that's obviously what we need to see moving forward. Now, do you think um... – this is my thing. It seems like they got caught up in trying to get the best athletes on the field and not the best football players for the right position. That's what it feels like. Cause I, I I've had that take with you about, about Diabate before you got on here. I don't. I think Diabate is not a middle linebacker. He's better suited rushing and passing. Um, but I think like with guys like Bernie, um, trying to find him a spot, play him a little out of position. I just think we like like what you say. I think we just gotta get guys at the right spot, get the best football players on the field. And if guys ain't making plays, whether they're seniors, whether they're gonna try and go to the NFL, I mean, this year's they could come back next year anyway, because this year's a, a wash. So they got that, that open invite if they need more film. But we gotta put the best football players on the field, man. Like, I mean, if not, you're ruining the locker room with this. If you're not playing the absolute best guys, like you can't you can't fake this. And 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 obviously, we, we know that that's, you know, 
been issues in the past uh, as far as guys being unhappy either with their playing time or or more specifically where they're being played in the defense. And we saw that last year with Trey Dean, uh, a guy that was asked to play the star, was willing to move to the nickel for the betterment of the team, but that was not a good fit for him. They kept rolling him out there weekend after weekend, and you literally saw a guy that played really well as a freshman lose his confidence as a sophomore right just as a result of him playing somewhere that he wasn't supposed to be so um you know you, you'd hate to see that happen to to a guy like uh bernie or zach carter or mahmoud diabate or some of these other guys that have had to shift all around in this defense and uh, as dan mullen said today when i asked him it's kind of you know a, a blessing and a curse that you have guys that have that versatility and can play multiple spots but at the same time sometimes you get a little cuter like you said try to Trying to get your best 11 off the on the field, you end up putting somebody uh, in a place that's not suited for them. And now three weeks into the season, that should be cre- uh, pretty clear where those areas are. Whew. Um, I don't even know how to word this, man. I'm trying to, trying to dance around it because I don't want to offend nobody, man. Um, what do you think happens with Marco? Well, I mean, that's, that's the thing, man. I mean, honestly – I think that both him and Steiner, um, that rotation of how they're being used has to change just simply to not necessarily to send a message to those guys, but just to make a change, you know, and whatever that is, whether you play one of them less or obviously with Marco, you could play him somewhere else because he's been asked to play some different spots. Um, But they need to give some other guys opportunities. And like I said, there, there needs to be, you know, accountability and, 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 and there's going to continue to be a rotation, not just obviously in the secondary, but all over. But I, I would like to see if there's going to be changes there anywhere. We got to see it happen in the secondary. Um, I think that Jaden Hill is, has done a really good job for, from his opportunities. I think they're going to continue to play Kair. Um, so let's see maybe what somebody else does uh, with an opportunity at star instead of Marco, because I think he might fall potentially into that trade Dean category of maybe being asked to do something that's maybe he's not best suited for. So we'll see what they do, man. I mean, at the end of the day, and I've talked to, um, you know, uh, folks about this before, I feel for Marco because, you know, as you guys know, there's two ways that guys can get beat as a DB. You can get beat just by straight up getting burnt or juked out of your shoes and a guy gets, you know, several yards on you and gets behind you and he's wide open for a catch or you're in position, you're right there and a guy just makes a play over you. And I feel like more times than not with Marco, the latter is the case. He's usually always right in position to make a play and he just hasn't made yeah, those he's plays. Been, he's, been, he's been a little bit out of place this year. Usually in the past, he'd just be in place and not make a play on the ball. Um, I think this year I've seen a little bit of him confused and out of place and well, also getting beat on confusion, stuff. Not, not to interrupt, but I think the confusion, man, that's across the board. I think several guys look like right. they're playing confused out there, and that's another that's, issue that they got. Bro, that's, what I, that's, that's what I said. That's back, back, that's back to, yeah. to, to the scheme. Um, you said that Mullen was fine with the scheme. What's your opinion on the scheme? I mean, personally, I like Todd Grantham's style of defense, but like it ain't looking Mullen, like Grantham style. Like 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 Dan Mullen has said though, you know you can't fit square pegs in the round holes. And 
no matter what your system is or whatever you want to do necessarily or what your identity is on offense or defense, you have to come up with game plans and call plays to your players' strengths, right? That's coaching one-on-one. So we've seen that, obviously, with Mullen and the adaptation that he's had in his offense going from kind of more run-oriented to where he likes to have a dual-threat quarterback and he likes to pound the rock to a pass-heavy, basically, air raid attack with Kyle Trask. But he's done that and was willing to make those changes because that's what the personnel um, dictated. And I think, obviously, whatever they have to do defensively, there's going to need to be some changes and adjustments because what they're asking them to do, uh, like we said, guys seem confused or not able to carry out those assignments. What are you hearing about Kyrie Campbell? And do you think that uh, him coming back changes? Because I think that kind of fixes your trenches of guys getting back to their natural position with Zach Carter, Brenton Cox, and everybody else. Uh, what are you hearing about Kyrie Campbell? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think that um, from from what I gather, seemed like there was a time when um, he he may not have been seen this season. And now it seems like that is a possibility. So when that could be, I mean, that's out of Dan Mullen's mouth, saying that we could get Kyrie uh, back on Saturday. That's what he said following Texas A&M. But he's, you know, said comments like that before. He said Kyrie was available in the past. But um, come on, I mean, a two-year starter at defensive tackle, you lost Schuler. So that was your other starter there. Uh, I mean, that's a that's a big loss, man. I mean, they've lost now basically they've lost seven starters from last year's unit with Campbell out. So, I mean, more than half of the defense is new pieces. And a lot of them, I think people expected uh, to just be able to plug in and and have that talent not drop off. Um, But, you know, Brent Cox, I think, is still uh, trying to get up to his level after having a whole year off and Slayton. Uh, poor guy's playing his ass off, but he's playing too many snaps because they don't have enough defensive tackle depth. So he's probably not as effective as he can be. Uh, so Campbell has really, being out has really hurt them. Obviously, you've made forced uh, Zachary Carter to move now inside and play where, or, hey, he got defensive lineman of the week. So it's not like he's not capable, but it's, you know, when you talk about getting your best 11 on the field, if you have Campbell available, now you're moving Zach outside. Um, so that just changes everything. And, and and if he can come back, which Dan Mullen continues to hint that it'll happen, um, maybe some things change with his status that uh, he might be able to play here soon. If he does, that's going to help them a lot because I think it, it, it might move a lot of pieces around in that front seven just by adding him. Man, how you feel how, um, about – the way Dan Mullen's been handling handling like media, um, <laughs> closed practices. I've already expressed some of my opinions on here about it. Um, I don't think he helped himself, especially when like we had we 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 all had high expectations of the defense just because of like the the star ratings, the the height, a lot of talk. We didn't get to see these guys in no camp. We we had to take pretty much the coach's word for what was going on. Then the product we got out here now. I think the media is going to be a little, little tougher. We try, well, it should be a little bit tougher with asking questions and trying to get answers out of him now. What do you feel about the way he's been handling things as a whole? Uh, I mean, I, obviously, at the end of the day, what I feel and what any other reporter feels and what the fans feel, I can tell you guys, Dan Mullen doesn't give a damn. <laughs> he don't give a damn. Right, so, he should. You know, like that, like that's what it is. He made that very clear today when asked about his comments about the crowd. So, you know, at 
at the end of the day, he's is probably a coach that would tell you or certainly feels like his job is to win football games and obviously do everything right by the student athletes and, you know what I mean, make sure the program is in good standing. But as far as things like access or, you know what I mean, uh, even even being open in the media, that, that's, that's clearly not on his agenda. But, you know, I feel like if, if he keeps winning and those offenses keep scoring, he's going to feel like he's good. Um, and if, you know, whatever criticism may come from how he conducts himself is whatever. Um, and that's just my take on how he goes about things. Now, is that what I would like? Of course not. You know, you'd like a coach maybe that would be a little bit more open and honest with where things are at. Um, you know, obviously he's not discussing injuries this year. He's lumping it all into the COVID stuff. And I get it. You know, we talked about it, you and I. Um, you know, if you come out and say Monday, hey, these six guys are out with injuries and then they have 12 players out on Saturday, then people are going to say, well, they got six COVID positives. And those are the six guys. So, right. you know, that's he's basically giving him a cover to not discuss injuries, but we know from his past that he doesn't like to do that. But I mean, that, I mean, for me, that's, you know, the stuff like injuries is, you know, that's ne not necessarily the stories I'm trying to chase, uh, unless it's a big deal like Emory. Um, but yeah, but know, I think I, Kyrie's case is a little different. I think Kyrie's case is not injury based and well, everybody's just kind of, yeah. So I think like just moments well, I, like I, I, that, I, I, like, I, I think it could be a little I, bit I, more. I know where you're going, Silk, and, I, and I'll tell you this. Um, you know, when Brent Cox got kicked off of Georgia or, or what or, or whatever led to that, you know, Kirby Smart basically came out and said in a press conference right after it happened, you know, what happened to Brenton? Well, yeah, well, he got arrested last night, got charged with a misdemeanor for marijuana. And, you know, we're going to have to start looking at the character of these kids that we bring into our program and evaluate i mean that's literally what he said verbatim yeah, that's too much and, that's too much and, and i promise you that dan moan is the polar opposite of that and he is you know when his players screw up or when they get into a situation or whatever the case may be if they're injured like you know he's gonna protect his guys and i'm telling you i'm sure it's something that he sells on the recruiting trail and talks about with uh uh, prospects and their parents. Um, and, and while yeah, might, and, 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 and listen, while that might not sell well with us, I'm, I'm sure it sells well with them. Yeah, from the from just from the other side of the coin, um, from a team that's just has an obvious defensive tackle issue. Um, you got your number one defensive tackle that's out of football, and, we, and the fans have no idea why. You're saying he's coming back the next week, and we don't know if it was for like. A suspension. It, it looks like there could be some type of suspension or something going on, and and same thing with Brad Stewart. Fans are kind of waiting on him as well. I just think eventually, like you got to start. There's got to be some. He's suspended. You ain't got to tell us why. You got to tell you, Brad. You broke the law. Hey, he felt the drug never test. Dan, you'll never hear Dan Mullen come out and say he got suspended. It won't happen. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong, Ahmad. Did did did? Uh, well, he'll Ernie tell the scouts that guy was suspended. Well, he, if you no. don't tell us, I mean, you have to tell NFL but, scouts. But, that, but, right? but, but I think, I, I think, I think they was telling the scouts that though, because you got to be a hundred with that, because you, you, you I'm go not, in there lying I'm, to them, your credibility not, but is we're shot. Not talking about, we're not talking about the scouts. We're talking about the press conferences that he gives to the media and the fans. He's, he's not, not going to come out. He's not going to. No, he's not going to say. I'm telling you. No, I know he's not. I know he's not. I'm just giving the contrary for the other side of the coin. No, no, no. I know, but, but like, like, 
from from his stance and from where they're coming from, like they're you know, you you wouldn't even have, be able to have a conversation with him about it, about you know being more open or stuff like that, or you know, because Spurrier come out and tell you, yeah, we're not gonna have him play this Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> we got in trouble. You know, he suspended for two games. You know. <laughs> You that's know, a great, that's a great Spurrier impression, by the way. Yeah, man. Listen, that's, well, that's shoot. Good, that's well, good, shoot. Yeah, yeah. He 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 missed curfew. Yeah, Dougie, he missed curfew <laughs> last night. We gonna start Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, straight up, like straight up, came out and said that my quarterback missed curfew last night, so I'm starting the backup today. Like, nope, no, you know what I mean? No questions asked. He just offered the information. So I think that I think there's a there's a um that's a benefit from that as well. I think there's a benefit from being secretive, but I th- also think that's a benefit of holding the players accountable to the fans and to the public. Oh yeah, and making them like you know what I'm saying want to do the right things. Um, so I think there's there's two sides to that coin. Oh, I, I agree. And if you're asking me, what would I prefer? Oh, I I prefer the coach that puts his guys on blast. Um. You know, I prefer the coach that don't care to call out somebody if they've broken team rules or, you know what I mean, busted up on a play even. Like, like you know, he he won't even necessarily call out, you know, he'll choose who he wants. Now, he'll v- be very critical of his quarterback, and that's by design, of course. You know what I mean? He, does, he doesn't have any problem calling out Kyle Trask in the press conference, um, but he might be particular about some other players. So, you know, there's a method to the madness. We don't agree with it. It's definitely not great for media and fans. But, you know, at the end of the day, like I originally started with, as long as he's winning games, he doesn't give a damn about what anybody thinks. Uh, when it comes to, you know, this this discussion and things along these lines. Right. Uh, is there any truth to the smoke about uh, Copeland going to safety? Oh, I've not heard that, but uh, that would surprise me. That would surprise me too. I thought it was a little outlandish when it was brought to my DMs, but it's been brought to my DMs a lot about yeah. um, him possibly going to um, try. You got you, you to watch what people bring to your DMs, so you know. They, they, they I brought, thought of you. That's what I'm saying. You, they, <laughs> my DM they, guy. They, like, they brought to my DMs on Saturday that Kyle Pitts wasn't playing, and lo and behold, he was out there. You know that first series, so yeah. Right. But, but we, that's what we need to talk about too. He was a little gimp out there, right? He was a little gimp out there. What do you hear? He was a little gimp, and he did come off for a little bit, and he was on the injury report. So sometimes the DM, sometimes things go down. Sometimes they be knowing some shit, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like they say, when there where there's smoke, there's fire. Sometimes I'm trying to tell you, or sometimes it's it's just vape. It's where there's smoke. There's definitely probably a lighter, a bong, or something to that nature, for sure, for sure. But um. I don't know. We'll see. But I've been here with that by like three or four people. So I figure I thought I, that I'd, I would, be, I would, here. I'd be surprised. Here's, here's, here's who I would play a safety just for the hell of it. Put Iverson Clement back there. I heard that. Because I know he ready to hit something, bro. I know I know Clement ready to hit something. First of all, he's already played there. So it's not like you're experimenting. He's already played safety. Put him back. Iverson playing safety? Yeah. Yeah, he came in playing safety. Yeah. Right now, now he might have started at running back first, and then he moved to safety. But he definitely plays safety. So, you know, what's worse could happen? He get burnt too. I mean, I mean, there's not even uh, exactly. Enough like, I mean, carries to go around yet for I mean, Lorenzo. Lorenzo's not even getting carried, so he's not touching the rock yet. I mean, I, I think that they can afford to let 
uh, Clement get some reps at safety. Yeah, they got to put some football players back there. Somebody just want to smack something at least, make a play. And I saw Thomas Goldcamp mention this as well, I think. Um, but, hey, they might even experiment putting some offensive line in that defensive tackle, uh, i.e. Mike Pouncey. Uh, Mike Pouncey? You know, just, just – Who on our <laughs> offensive line we're going to throw on the other side? Braun? Braun or uh, – You see what or, I thought about or, right or, away. Or, or, or Ethan White, potentially. Ethan got to get right just to play offensive line first. Yeah, right? I don't know what you're talking about. Defensive line, we need that in offense. But I'm, I'm not I'm mad just, at Ethan Big I'm, Ass I'm, on defense I'm just, either. I'm just, I'm just, I like that idea of Ethan Big Heavy Ass at defensive tackle. Hey, I'm just throwing names out there. But like I said, I don't know if they would experiment with that, but we know that they're hurting for numbers at <laughs> defense. I've seen Dunlap, so yeah, we need to try something. They're, I'm sure that they got one of those guards that could potentially play DT if needed. Uh, but again, we're, I mean, we're, any of those guys, potentially Iverson, Clement, maybe we're talking about guys to provide depth, um, right? you know, and, and, and hopefully for them, they don't have to cross that bridge if they can get Kyrie Campbell back. Yeah, man, hopefully, man, hopefully we see them this week, but this week we got the LSU Tigers, man. Uh, they're coming in with two losses LSU. already. LSU. LSU? Uh, I feel you. I said you, you did that. I you did that. Man, they're not even ranked anymore. What happened to the defending champs? No, I, I want to talk. That's a huge reason why they asked, shouldn't have, have no reason to be in the game with us this weekend. That's right. I'm glad you said that, Zach. That, that's a huge reason why. Well, 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 well Ahmad, before you go on any longer, let me stop you and say they're going to have a chance to be in the game. Because right. right now their passing offense is – Ranked higher than Florida's passing offense. They got right. five passing okay. offense in the country. Okay. Right. And, okay. and we and we know Florida's secondary uh, yeah. isn't doing so hot right now. So yeah, but 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 we, we talked about it earlier. you know, we're we giving a lot of slander to the defensive backs, man. We gotta get we gotta get that front seven some slander too. But but let's so not get to the quarterback. Let me at all. say this though, speaking on the secondary. I mean, don't be surprised, man, if you know Marco comes out there and has a great game. I just you know, I told so we I'm, or, we may you know, come down with two interceptions or something or get two turnovers somehow. So that's what I'm, that's know, what I'm predicting. I, like, like like I said earlier, I, I don't think he's been in a situation where he's just been getting his ass kicked, uh, or at least throughout his career. It's, you know, it's just about making plays. Um, and and now he's kind of got that uh you know chip on his shoulder, so to speak. But you know, we'll see. I want to see them just do some things differently. We'll see what they do. But LSU, they can throw it, man. I mean, that was a shootout. That they had against Missouri, and it'll probably be a shoot, be a shootout Saturday in the swamp, um, not in front of not, not in front of ninety thousand fans, like Dan wanted. Um, what do you think about that too, man? <laughs> I, I ain't like the fan thing, but I ain't gonna harp on it because I just think it don't matter in the grand scheme of things. It don't make him a good or bad coach, but I want a fan of, of of harping on the whole fan, and I want I do want more fans in our shit though because they have fans in their shit. Let me tell you, they did not have twenty four thousand fans in attendance. I, that no, it was jumping. Yeah, it, let me tell you what what usually happens is they fudge numbers to give to give a higher attendance number than what it usually is. That's what usually happens at college football games. I think they lowballed it on Saturday. There's no way that was twenty four thousand fans, but um, and that's really that's basically what he was trying to say. I think that's basically what he was trying to argue was, you know, the SEC set these guidelines um, 
not everybody is following them. Clearly, you know, this stadium did way more than was supposed to be allowed. And we have a state that's, we can do that. Let's do it. That doesn't mean that it's the right thing to do or the smart thing to do. Um, you know, I don't know if that was him being sarcastic. Uh, he didn't walk back on the comments today, but maybe it was just a tactic and a ploy to get people to talk about something else other than the game. You know, <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm, but at the end of the day, it wasn't a good look. You know, at, at, the, at the end of the day, it was it was uh, something that brought a bunch of bad headlines to him, um, to Florida. And, and kind of put him at odds with his athletic director, which is never a good thing. Ask Jim McElwain. You know, you don't want to be publicly making comments uh, and being at odds with your administration. So uh, he, he made sure to kind of uh, change the subject today and, and kind of keep it on LSU. Yeah, that's what's up, man. So what you got for this? You got us winning? You got us losing? What you got? Man, honestly, uh, Going going into uh, the season, especially after the first and second week, I would have definitely said that this was going to be a win. Um, based on uh, what we've seen from Florida's defense, though, man, I mean, it's, it's, it's literally – this offense feels like they have to score every time, and they're capable of doing it. But to have to be in that position, you know, I, I, I thought that uh, – I thought that they would play way better than they did defensively. Um, against AM. I thought AM would have some success because I think Mon's a good quarterback. Um, but at the end of the day, man, this is, the, you know, they're back in the swamp. They're, they're coming off a loss. That was a game that they could have and should have won. Um, and if they make some proper changes, uh, and I just think do, do some different things personnel-wise, I think that they can have a better product on the field defensively. Um, I think they're still going to give up 30-plus points in this game. I think LSU is going to score 30-plus, but I think Florida's going to score more um, and get the W. But who knows, man? Like I said, maybe some guys come out there and make some plays, either redeem themselves or maybe they have some young guys step to the forefront like a Trevez Johnson or somebody like that, a Jaden Hill, uh, that makes some plays that we've been waiting to see from this defense. I mean, they don't have anybody with an interception yet other than Dexter. So, um they're going to get this opportunity because LSU is going to sling it. Um, I, I I think it's going to be an offensive shootout. I would like to see Dex to play more as well, man. I just I'm just not seeing nothing from these guys where he shouldn't yeah, be getting into the rotation and getting some reps, bro. Like we, our lack of pass rush is also the problem on our back end with our uh, our DBs. We're not having those guys out, so uh, let's let's try to get rotate those guys in. We, you think Wingo plays Saturday? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I would I would like to see some more of uh, Trevez. Uh, I, I'd like to see right. some more, you know, some more Rashad. And like I said, Hill, too. He He's played really well. It just, uh, honestly, it doesn't hurt to, to have those guys get some experience, especially when you have some, some of the upperclassmen, if they're not getting the job done or if they, they give up a big play, just to ha- have them sit for a series because uh, – the young guy's going to go out there and make the mistake too. At least he can learn from it because he's still young. So, um, but I, I, I like some of the pieces that they brought in. It's just, you know, them, them getting an opportunity because we see them get in the game and make a play here or there. So some, some, some flashes of ability. And then you look at the snap count afterwards and the guy played like eight, nine plays, you know? So 
I, I think that we'll see more of that as the season progresses, just uh, freshmen, not even in the secondary, but just uh, along there, get more opportunities. I mean, we still haven't seen uh, some of those linebackers yet, like Hopper uh, and Wingo. I know Wingo kind of had the setback early in the year. So um, it, it's kind of unfortunate, man. They haven't had not only a non-conference game against a cupcake, but even a game where they just got a comfortable lead, um, you know, against like a Vandy or something. So a lot of guys haven't got those opportunities yet, but and we'll see what happens this Saturday. All right, man. I appreciate you for hanging out with us, Zach. Yeah, no, for sure, man. Yeah, for it's, sure, uh, bro. For sure, for sure. It, it's always good to kind of uh, assess things after a loss, man. I know Gator Nation is mad right now, but, you know, I, I, I really feel like Florida can still have the season that it wants. Right. Know? They just got to figure yeah. some things out because the one thing that they can take solace in, all Florida fans out there, is that pretty much everybody sucks on defense except Alabama, you know. So that's in Georgia, Georgia right in, now. In, in Georgia, you know what I mean? Uh, Alabama's I, bad on defense I mean, yeah, right I mean, now, hell, too. Alabama, uh, yeah gave up almost 50 points to Ole Miss, which, you know, maybe makes that uh, opening performance that the Gators had in Oxford not look so bad uh, because that – and that's something Dan Mullen said today. He goes, hey, man, we might look at the end of the season and, and come to find out that, you know, Texas A&M and Ole Miss was two of the best offenses that we played all year, you know. And that's – yeah, that's a glass. That's one thing, that's a glass but like full way to look at things. Yeah, but you know, like disarray when you see it. Like, um, like the stats could prove something at the end of the season that's different. But guys, it's not getting a lot of the stuff we're talking about. Man, isn't isn't that? It's two different, to- totally different things. I yeah, think and, we're and, there. and there was something that he he said that I think caught people a little bit by surprise today when 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 he was asked, "What do you feel like?" At least, despite all the struggles, has been the strength of your defense, and he said that. Um, you know, I feel like they've shown better effort and, quote, coverage in the secondary, which for people watching the game Saturday didn't really see that because it looked like a lot of those guys were wide open. Um, and whether it was yeah. a, and whether it was a coverage bus or guys not going into the right spacing as far as their zone, uh, I don't know what it was, but I saw that happen too many times. And there were a lot of plays, like he said, where guys were right there in position and their receivers made plays. Um, but there were other times where, you know, Mon had easy throws. I mean, anybody could have been sitting back there and thrown into those windows. So they got to close it up, man. They got to tighten some things, and we'll see what changes they make this week. One time for my man, Zach Appleverde from Rivals.com. Appreciate you for hanging out with us, bro. Appreciate you, Zach. All right, y'all. Take care, fella. All right, man. All right, man. We got the vent. Um, let some things out. We got to get on to the next matchup. And the next matchup is the LSU Tigers, man. The boys coming in at one and two. Not looking like the, the old LSU Tigers of old. Um, well, actually, they are. They're looking like pre-Joe Burrow LSU. Quarterback plays a little iffy. Um, except they don't have no defense. They actually don't, I don't know what they look like. They're one and two. They just lost to Mizzou. They lost to Mississippi State out the gate. Uh, Mississippi State put up 44 points on them. Mizzou put up 41, um, but we're a team that can put up, give up, give up 60, so it doesn't really matter. Amal, what do you think about this matchup, man? Have you watched LSU play at all this year? Um, I have not watched LSU play this year. Uh, I just was seeing the highlights and whatnot. They definitely don't look like the LSU of old um, as far as defensive-wise. They always usually kept a 
pretty straight defense. You know, they, the quarterbacks always been iffy, and you know they had a few playmakers. Their offense always um, wasn't wasn't the best, but they always kept a, a pretty pretty okay defense. You know, it sounded pretty much like 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 us. But uh, you know, hopefully we can get things going and and uh, you know capitalize on that on that defense with, with our great offense and us. Hey, outscore them. Hopefully. It's like it looks like it's gonna be one of those affairs. It's gonna be a shootout, man. Um, as bad as I don't want it to be, as as bad as uh, I want us want to say that we're gonna figure out defense and all of that stuff that 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 Mullen's saying in the pressures. I'm just not believing it. Uh, Brennan has put up three forty five, three thirty seven, and four thirty in his first three three games. I don't think that trend's gonna slow down on our secondary, right? So I expect a shootout. Um. What I just want to see in return is because I don't think Grandpa's gonna figure this defense out. It's gonna be a whole bunch of shenanigans. Um, shit shows what I expect to see until he show me otherwise. So I want my man to come out firing on all cylinders. I want to see us just go down the field a lot more. That's one thing. Yeah. One criticism I would say about the offense. I want to see us keep stretching the sidelines. I want to see us use more of our weapons. I think guys like Copeland he do need to get more touches. He cry a lot on sure. Twitter. Which is all good, you know. That's what receivers do. That divas. He cries a lot on Twitter, but I think he needs more touches. Uh, I think Tony's doing his thing, keep getting him the same rations he's getting. But spread his ball around. Let's go vertical. Let's let's thinking we got we got to be on the mindset with a defense like we got. We got to go score every play. The season is not over. Right. right. I don't think we're gonna fix our defense, but I think we can fix our offense and change our offensive mindset. It was like yo, like we gotta go score hundred. I think we could change certain things where we play call, but I don't think we're going to fix that defense. If we got to go out score people, then let's change our mindset to go out score people. You know, like don't come out and give me the bubble screens and the nonsense all game. But, but, let's but, get but, to but it. Let's get to busy. This, listen, what, but listen to this, though. Spurrier, Spurrier teams out score people, and they play straight defense. There ain't nothing wrong with yeah, out scoring people and, play, and playing straight defense. Like, ain't nobody say you couldn't do that shit. You know what I'm saying? So – I don't no, Spurrier know what, teams what had good, Spurrier teams had good defenses, great defenses. That's like, I don't remember him having you, bro. But we're not gonna have that this year. So I'm past what like what I want. <laughs> I just know three games in, looking as bad as we look, we're not gonna fix the problems we have. I don't care if Kyrie Campbell's coming back or whatever else they got. They want to change personnel wise. They they plan this season out from afar. These guys are smart guys, right? So they plan this season out. They've game plan far with, with, with this game plan. The guys they got out of position. The guys that ain't playing well, they had strategies and game plans with those guys in mind. So I don't see us fixing that this season. I think this is an ongoing thing of us trying to just get through the seasons, um, patch what we can patch, and, and try to get these wins, man. But we got to go – I'm not giving up on the season. We got one L, bro. We top, we're a top 10 team still right now. Um, we and, still got and, and one of the best quarterbacks in college football. We, Let's go get points and team, people. We lost to a team in the SEC West too, bro. So, so right. everything that we want want to to make happen still is right in front of us. West or East? I mean, we play Georgia straight up, so I think yeah, we so beat that, Georgia. That, the rest of it take care of itself. They gonna slip up to too. Yeah, yeah. I, I like Alabama still to beat them though. It's just a mind thing with them, bro. I I, I don't know. And plus the whole the whole saving the system beating them, then I, I, I don't like it. Yeah, we just so, so far. I don't want to talk yeah, about just, Georgia. That's what I said. We gotta play. We gotta win every week. Shit, we got plenty of football before us. Before we even play it. Uh, keys to the game. We what do you think? We we just spoke about, of course, I don't think defense. I kind of gave mine. I just think we just gotta go out bow race people. Um, uh, give me your keys to the game of uh, uh, MVPs, man. Or we we, so, we somewhat gotta tackle. I mean, not somewhat. We 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 have to tackle. Um, I'm I'm tired of looking at running backs run through us. 
I'm tired of looking at dudes have career days against us because that's not that's not what happens against the Gators. Dudes don't have career days against the Gators, bro. Like dudes play against us, bro, and, and, and we and, and we we destroy what they got going on. People have career years and and have a down game against the Gators and, and and play great against everybody else. So I'm not used to seeing what what I've been seeing, dog. I don't know if we need to do tackling drills of practice because really, I mean that's that's what it seemed like. It seemed like we ain't tackling. It seemed like we ain't used to tackling or we scared to tackle. We got guys on the field that's scared to tackle, and then we ain't gonna win like that. So, um, I, you know, hopefully this week we can get it together. Hopefully we can we can get a few stops. Um, I, I predict we get you know interception or two this week, uh, maybe a fumble. I say we Ooh, get about bold. two turnovers. Yeah, I, I like it. I, I feel yeah. like we're gonna come. I feel like we're gonna come. So oh, you know, it's gonna be a slow progress, um, but yeah, I, I don't. I feel like, I'll, I'll, I feel like you, it. you got more faith than me, brother. I ain't got no faith in this defense. Um, shout out to Grantham, but I, I was the, I was the leader of the Grantham High. <laughs> I, had, I had to jump ship, my man. Um, I, there is some smoke about maybe some possible folks in the linebacker room uh, testing positive and, and some things may be happening or some people that may not make this play this next game. So we may see a youth movement in the linebacker room. I'm hearing that 15 Wingo has been told to be ready to play Saturday. All this is just rumor shit. It could not be true. I'm hoping it's true. I like who told me this, this, this type of information, man. So I hope we see a lot of 15 Saturday. I want to see some youth movement at linebacker. I want to see Hopper. I don't yeah, care if they yeah. say he ain't good. I see the other guys ain't good. Put yeah. sixteen in the game. Travis need to play, man. I know. I know the guys y'all put on the field can't play. So I want to see if y'all lying about the other guys. Y'all say yeah, like they ain't ready. Show me. Yeah. Look, man. If y'all lying, then it's good for us because y'all lying to say people was good and they wasn't. So hey, man, maybe the Kyle, people who y'all say ain't good, maybe they are good. So maybe we need to put them in the game. Kyle uh, said. My- Kyle sat behind Frank's, man. So I got to see everybody else. You feel me? <laughs> you feel me? Yeah, I love both of those guys. Of you know what I'm saying? I'm over your hive, but there's no way this guy should have been sitting behind Frank's. Like, a lot of things ain't making sense. So I want to see youth movements. Show me them guys. Show me that they can't play. Just put them out there. Let the, let the whistle blow, and let's see what's up. Um, Yeah, I just I just think we need to go get get back on our highs, man. On our Heisman shit. I think Kyle need to go put 500 yards on his arm, put his team on his back like he did last year, and do what he got to do. Um, he's the leader of this team. If he need to talk to the defense, then he need to talk to the defense, get a little bit more vocal. But this is Kyle's team, bro. And anybody else saying anything else, man, they go fly kite. That's what's up. Um, We got to score. We think going to end up being a mod. Uh, I, I think we 40, Burger. I, I think we put up 40. I think it's going to be something like 40, 42, 42, 28. Yeah, about 42-28. I think we get a stop or two, man, and, and, and put the game away. Yeah, I think that we're favored right now at 10 and a half points or something like that. I think we're going to win the game, but I just don't know how many points they're going to score on us. So um, I'll put us in the 40s. Give me 48, shit, 35. I don't even think LSU got a good offense, but I think our defense is just, just bad, bro. And I don't see how we figure this out. It's Ky- Kyrie Campbell is another one that I want to watch and see if coming back this week. I think Kyrie coming coming back will, will get my man Zach Carter in his true position. And um, we'll see a little bit more production in our pass rush, I think. Once the, all those guys are playing in the right spot, right? We just we just got to get pressure on the quarterback, man. We can't. And, and two, 
listen, as much as we talk about the, the DBs and how, how bad they're, they're playing, it ain't all their fault either as far as we ain't getting no damn coverage sacks. Or, 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 or me, no, uh, no coverage intercept. Uh, no, ah, yeah, they got forever. We ain't rushing the damn quarterback to get no, no damn interceptions on the back end. We ain't getting no right. pressure on the quarterback to get no interceptions on the back end. So guys can't cover all day. I don't give a damn how good you are. So yes, we got to make the, make the plays at the point of attack when the ball's in the air. But damn dog, we got to get pressure on the quarterback too to make the ball come out faster. We ain't getting no pressure. I'm talking about and getting and it's just one on one battles. They're not doubling anybody because they're not respecting that pass. Yeah, so, I guess so they kind of know guys. So, so I do apologize so, for for for, for slandering my defensive backs like that. They do deserve some of that shit, a lot of that shit. But man, the D line and the front seven gotta help them, help them boys because they, you know, they ain't get no pressure at all. Yeah, and then like I was saying, like they're in one on one matchup, so they're not getting double teamed or no shit like that. It's just guys gotta win their one on one battles. And um, when it comes down to that, put somebody out that they just can pass rush. Like I said, I want to see Diabate go back to the edge. I don't want to see him at the middle linebacker no more. It hasn't looked great to me. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm not an expert. I don't do all the evals. But Diabate at linebacker hasn't looked sexy to me. Bernie at linebacker hasn't looked sexy to me. That's, stop hooping nah, these people. Nah, yeah. We, I, t- I told you, man, we, we need to get us 11 and, 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 and go play football. Stop talking about putting the best 11 on the field because you're putting dudes out there that, that may be good at other positions in the wrong position. I hate that shit. That putting the best eleven on the field—that's that sounds bullshit to me. No, I'm with the best eleven if they're playing in the right positions. Not the best eleven athletes, the best eleven football that, players. That's what I'm trying to tell you. So, like, they they putting it. They may see uh, uh, two guys at the buck position that's real good. Well, let me go put one at the buck and one somewhere else. No, that's not what we saying. Don't do that shit. No, I you putting dudes out of position. I think they're putting dudes out of position not because they just want to put the best eleven. I think because out of necessity, like we moved two guys to linebacker, right? That means we're trying to cover up something. We moved a guy from DB, Bernie, and a guy from Buck, a defensive end pass rush, to, to middle linebacker. And none of our middle linebackers are developing and playing. Like Hopper should be on the field by now. That's a Christian Robinson guy. He should be on the field by now. Um, I think Ventrell, Ventrell hasn't been played perfect, but he's playing solid. But the rest of that room, I, I like Houston a lot. But I think those guys are getting moved to that position. They're trying to figure out things at the position because of uh, talent. I don't think that they think this is the best for those guys, in my opinion. Because I don't, as That's we can see, got. Bernie is not a deep, not a linebacker. Neither is the Bate. I think the Bate. It, it just it just baffles me, dog. Because nothing against Bernie, but then we say, hey, he ain't a linebacker. He, well, what is he? A DB? Hell no! Nah, if he can't cover goddamn running backs out the backfield, you think he gonna cover a, a slot? Running run straight at him? I think that I, I think he looks better. I, I, I don't I think, know. Maybe he can. Maybe I don't know. But he has I, done it. He has done. It. He has played defensive back better than he's played linebacker. So I would go on the limb and say he's the defensive back, just from like his defensive back film. While at UF, looks better than his linebacker film. That's just the facts of life. So like, even if he don't start at DB, get him from a position he's just not thriving at because it's just not happening. You can't teach teach physicality, bro. He don't want no parts of that, and it's not. Testing his manhood, it's just different, bro. Linebackers are just different type of people. It's like a fullback. Like they're paying, they sign up to run into shit every play. Yeah, I don't know what I got. He definitely don't look interested in and and putting his face on people. Yeah, but man, we better beat the shit out of Orgeron. That's all I know. If he, if he beat That's us, what I'm trying to tell you, man, that shit was on the way up out of there, bro. Nine and eighty-one, nine championship, to save him, man. That shit ain't good like that, man. 
No, we know they're one and two. So this team can't beat us. Um, we need to beat this team handily and going on to the next week. Uh, hopefully this defense keep getting better. I ain't quitting on the season. A lot of people sound out here sounding crazy, losing their mind. It's one, it's a loss. We lost. We never won a championship. We never had an undefeated season. So every championship, not, championship we don't want, we had one loss. We had a loss. That, that's uh, it, yeah. And I'm not saying we're gonna win a championship. I'm just saying, like, I'm not gonna quit on this team and, and everything and just go haywire. Either, but I'm saying it's possible. Let's talk about this too. Let's say this. Let's talk about this too. Because I think I think some of the fans are going too far. I think there's a fine line between critiquing players and just being just flat out disrespectful and being like at the end of the day, yeah, uh, we have our, yeah, and at the end of the day, these boys go out, they work, they work out and they practice and they put in a lot of hard work in and, and regardless of how, what our opinions or how they playing, they want to be good at this shit, right? And they're out there busting their ass. So and then if they're playing good, we're on their nuts. We got all the accolades. We got all the love, all the retweets, all the edits. And the moment they're playing bad, it's okay to say, yo, he's playing like shit. Let's move on. Not yeah. three, four days. Man, he's trash. People adding, adding players' parents. Like, all that's oh, outlandish, yeah. wild stuff, bro. Know your place, man. It's a game. We're enjoying the game. It's a sport. All this is fun. I'm a passionate about UF, dog. But let's, let's stay out of people's yeah. mentions. Tagging yeah, their family, yeah, yeah. being disrespectful. It's, it's a fine line between being a fan and being an idiot, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you said that, so because I did see a lot of disrespectful stuff um, towards people, families, and stuff after the game. We got to remember, at the end of the day, this is a game, all right? And this, this is an opportunity to take our mind off a lot of stuff on the weekend for three or four hours and whatnot, man. You know, but ultimately, these kids are these kids are people, right? Um, get your tweets off, man. I know everybody emotional at the day of the game. Get your tweets off, man. But the next, listen, me, if we lose at 3.30, shit, if the Gators play the next day on Sunday, I'm going to watch the game because right. I'm a Gator. You see what I'm saying? That's right. how we got to be. We amp these guys up when they're doing, doing bad. You know, hey, man, tell them, they, man, hey, we need to get yourself, get this shit together. And then the next day, man, we Gators. Don't yeah, going that's on and on, man, and, and writing people families and shit, dog. That ain't, that ain't cool. That's not cool. That's how Everybody's looking for the funniest tweet and adding people, parents, and, and their family and this stuff. Like, yeah, man, don't be come on, man. We all gators or what? You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, they still play for this logo, dog. Like, we can't just be blatant, blatantly disrespectful to people. You get off your pins, saying somebody played bad, and just adding their parents with jokes and memes and, and all that type of stuff, it, it's, it's just... Just can't happen, bro. Um, is it gonna happen? Yeah, it happens in every fan base as well. Don't mean I want it to happen in mine. I think it just look kind of crazy, man. And uh, if you if you fucking with Stadium Miguel, just just know we don't want rock like that. Um, all my opinions gonna fly off on, on on this podcast. I'm gonna say what I gotta say. If I gotta name a name, I name a name. Um, because there's no relationship bigger than my than my platform. What I got going on, I take this very seriously, man. So, sure. yeah, my critiques is gonna be there. Um, players not playing well, I'm going to say, and I'm going to move on. Same thing with the coaches. I'm going to critique the coaches as well. If they're not coaching well or they ain't putting a good product on the field, I'm going to say that shit, and I'm moving on. I'll criticize the next game. We keep going on and on and on, but day after day after day after day, bro, just saying people trash and saying the words like trash. Yo, these people, these people, this could be your son, bro. Yeah, yeah. So, man, you know, I, I, I get it. I get it, so, you know. Right, I played for the people, so I, I, I feel you know. Like, I already know, bro. <laughs> you know. I know. I, 
No, and, it, and listen, man, when, when the Gators lose, I don't think y'all understand. I don't want to talk to nobody. And if anybody – right, don't don't DM me after the game, please. I'm just I'm – just <laughs> <laughs> I'm just – because I don't want to talk Already. about nothing because I'm, I'm going to be ready to fire up. So if y'all listening to this, please, like, you know, I, I, I love when I, you know, interacting with y'all and whatnot, but just not after the game. But Amai, you, Amai, Amai, you, you've been in a different, different position. You're not a, a fan. You're not even me. Uh, you earned the right to criticize any player that play on that field. You 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 sweated out there. You you know what I'm saying. You bled blood on that field and, and won a national championship. And I you're all American with a brick outside. You've earned the right. You've earned the right to, to criticize play on the field. A lot of us ain't. A lot of us haven't. A lot of us haven't earned the right. We could criticize, but there's levels to the criticism. You you've earned the right to call out a name and be kind of hard on players. But dog, you a fan? You gotta kind of like check yourself a little bit, bro. You know what I'm saying? You get your get your little shit off and then kind of move on, bro. You're not that invested, bro. At the end of the day, you know none of this, none of none of it personal. You know, I I don't see nothing. If you can play football or you can't, I ain't never say he was a bad person. You know what I'm saying? If I get on Twitter and say, "Hey man, keep him on my field," I don't mean you're a bad person, bro. I'm not saying you're a bad person, but. You, you probably what we need on the field. You probably, you, could articula- you probably could articulate it a little smoother, though. Get him on my field. <laughs> if, I, if, if I need him on my field, I need him on my field. I, I, hey, I, I don't say, know how you want me to tell you. Because guess, cause guess what? For four years, we've been sugarcoating that shit. For four years. I don't know what else to tell you. Every For four years, we've been saying, well, well, this, that. And, you know Nah, man. We good enough to not. We got we got players now, bro. We good enough now. Get them off my field, so. Right, I just want to see the young boys play, man. Shout out to um. Despite I, I want to give some of the defensive players love because, like I said, Zach Carter playing out of position. I love number played, six, man. He playing well out of position. Shout out to Sean Davis. He's playing. I love number six. Good football, man. On um, solid football, he's gonna play on Sundays. Shout out to five. He come with bad intentions. Kyrie's playing very that. well on the outside. I'm gonna say very well. Kyrie, Kyrie could get better too. Um, I talked to Abe. Abe tell, tell, says the same thing. Kyrie wants to get better every week. He's gonna get better every week. But five is playing well on the outside as well. Bentrell hasn't played perfect, but he's been solid. Um, after that, man, everybody got to step their shit up, big time. You know what I'm saying? Like these players ain't no slouches. We know what we recruited. We've been saying this entire time that the defense has been out recruiting the offense. So then when you see this yeah. play on the field, you're confused because the defense has out been out recruiting the offense. So if the defense is out recruiting, that means the talent is better on the offense than the defense. Then why does the def- offense look better than the defense? That comes down That's to it. coaching. I just, I just read a quote. I just read a quote from Nick Saban, right? If the players are mis-executing, that's not a good thing from a coaching standpoint. Dudes ain't executing, man. Dudes ain't out there tackling. Dudes ain't doing so. Dudes ain't aggressive. Dudes ain't even aggressive. That's what I'm trying to tell you. So why are we putting dudes out there that don't want to hit and don't want to play football, bro? What what are we talking about? Why why is that even an argument? The only only real, like, mad aggressive play I seen was Sean Davis. And he got kicked out of the game for it. But I haven't seen a lot of aggression coming from my defense. No violence. Ventura brought some violence. I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm taking that back. Ventura brought some violence. But from an overall standpoint, bro, just not enough violence coming from the defense side of the ball. 
We need no, some when killers. I, when, I look at, when I look at Brandon Spike's tweets, and he's saying we ain't out there hitting people. I know we ain't out there hitting people. Oh, y'all got the man, y'all got the goat out there questioning what's going on, man. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know, sir. Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, it's going to get out of this this LSU segment. We both got we got we both got us beating LSU. Uh, I just some things I want to see better. Um, some changes made. I got to see more Jaden Hill. I want Jaden Hill to start. I want Travis Johnson to start. I don't know how they're gonna figure that shit out. Um, if y'all listen to the show, Todd, holler at your boy. Um, just a few requests I got. Let me do some man. Do a manscape read and get out of here, man. Shout out to manscape.com. The best of the best when it comes to man's grooming. You don't think you need ball deodorant, fellas? Just because it's getting cool outside? They think it's sweet, Omar. They think it's sweet just because it's getting cool outside. They think they don't need no ball deodorant. You don't need it until you need it. You get out there at the day party at the brunch like I did Sunday, and you ain't got the, you ain't got the ball deodorant, <laughs> man. The thing starts sweating down your shorts. You know? Now you trickling down ball sweat. Cause you ain't you weren't prepared. You gotta be prepared. So shout out to manscaped.com, man. The best of the best when it comes to man's grooming. If you need the lawnmower 2.0 to keep that thing fresh, neat, trim, don't be Harry Larry out here. It's 2020, man. You gotta groom, keep that thing fresh. Manscaped.com, use SG at checkout for 20% off and free shipping. You already know the vibe. Stay to Miguel. Yeah. Who got the song this week? Do I do song of the week? Do I got here with song of the week? I think you got it. I kind of want to play something like with funeral vibes because the timeline acting like everybody like we died this week. A lot of beef. Everybody on following each other. <laughs> it's a lot of drama. So I'm glad I got up. <laughs> Yo, man, how you how you lose says a lot about you, man. It says a lot about you. Now, like everybody happy and everybody go lucky, everybody slapping each other on the ass, and it's good vibes. I buy you a shot, but when you lose, you punch me in my face and you act all wild well, and disrespectful. That's, that's just like that's just like how I mean, like a team, bro. What, right. what type of team are you? Are you a team that you know everything good? We straight, or you gonna have adversity and then get through that shit? All right, man. Uh, so let's take us out of here with some. Ah man, I don't know if I want to do no R and B or no hip hop. I don't know what I want to do in mine. I'm <laughs> no. kind of at a crossroads. Let me just get. I want to do some. Let me, let me pick up the vibes a little bit. Let me get Saint John Wedding Day. Okay, okay. Pick up the vibes. Uh, same corner, same time next week. Believe that. Never 
Yeah, I'm seeing my shit declaring. 